afternoon, sorry, morning-ish chat today. Busy morning of early morning sessions, then we had our technique session where I was playing around with our new, it was a live workout from home. So I've just been setting up a new microphone at home and for inside at studio when we stream sessions so you can follow along from home as well. Didn't actually use it this morning, but anyway, I spent last night, my early night turned into a late night, all because I couldn't get it to work. And in true, I'll admit it, like many other men wouldn't, man fashion, I couldn't get it to work and I was like throwing my toys out the pram thinking, this is not working, maybe I should send it back. What a waste of money, what a waste of time. This microphone's not working, it's meant to be great. I can turn around and you can still hear me the same, not this one I've got on, a different one. I can be doing a workout, demonstrating an exercise, walking around, you can hear me clearly, but it's not working. And I, I got my wife, I was like, right, can you stand in the other room, watch this video and live and see if, tell me if you can hear me. And she was like, it's not working, it's not working. And then I said, right, I'm gonna have to send it back. I'd throw my toys out. Anyway, I asked her to help me. I was like, right, can you, can you, have you got any ideas? And she was like, she opened up this booklet and there was a booklet it came with, which had the instructions on. And I just bypassed the instructions because it said plug and play. And in the instructions, there was a little tiny, tiny step that you had to do at the start to sync it so that you could sync your phone, your laptop and the microphone together. And once we did that, it worked. Little did I know that all I had to do was read the instructions and I'd have been in bed two hours earlier, but I thought I didn't have time to read the instructions. That's what I told myself. I don't have time to read the instructions, I just get it on. I actually wasted two more hours. And Mrs. Ferrucci did it in two minutes. I had to swallow my pride right there and then. And my point with this is, when things aren't working, it means one of two things. One, we haven't actually followed it. Be honest with yourself as well. Have I actually followed it? Let's say someone's doing Michael Mosley diet, whether it's wrong or right, right or wrong. And they say, I haven't lost weight on Michael Mosley's diet. Well, have you actually done it? Well, I did it most days, Monday to Friday. And at the weekend, we had a social event, did that. We could have eaten 2,500 calories at the weekend. So number one, did you do it? Number two, you've got to consider, okay, if I didn't follow it or if I did follow it, what could I improve? What could I do differently? And that will give you feedback to know what you need to do. Anyway, that's the first part of this. This is kind of two in one. I want to talk about aspartame and sweeteners because it comes up a lot. And I just want to say first and foremost that there's a lot of misinformation there. I know the Sun newspaper literally um, yesterday, or whenever the 20th of August was. Yes, indeed we do, Julie. When was the 20th of August? Whenever that was. The Sun shared, they've shared it, so they share it every year. It's like when they can't think of anything to share. They just share it. It's, a, it's like an image of Diet Coke and it says, here's what it does in 20 minutes. Like, point one, it stores fat on you and there's just no evidence of that whatsoever. And it's almost an embarrassing post, scaremongering, get people to talk, and maybe, maybe their, their plan is for me to actually do this, for people to go around and go, share it and go, this is a load of rubbish, because they get a lot of publicity from us. But anyway, whether they did or not, it's, a, it's very much puts people in a position where like, you think, oh, I better avoid that, because it's gonna store fat. And then you hear the talk about aspartame and cancer and stuff like that, and, it, and I get it, it can become quite, like, oh, best avoid that. Now, let's look at the research. Really, a lot of that will come from people hypothesize that because essentially you could say it contains methanol, people go, oh, that's like poison you. 
But what you've got to consider is that we're, that was in rodents, number one. And rodents are a lot smaller than humans and they do digest and absorb things a bit differently. So to put that in perspective, you would need to have about 19 cans a day for a prolonged, probably your whole life, for it to have a negative effect in that aspect. Now also consider that if methanol was that much of an issue in the small amounts, consider that one portion of tomatoes, so say like tomato juice in a can, like chopped tomatoes, contains about four to six times the amount of methanol than one can of Diet Coke does, which is crazy, right? So it's obviously not that. Now, my point in this is another question comes up in that they make you hungry, they make you eat more, they make you crave more. And in some people they might, because it's a very individual thing, but in the research it shows they did research in 80, 18 to 60 year olds. They gave them a diet drink and on one day, and the other days they gave them a full sugar drink. And what they found is that people had no difference in their in their satiety, in their hunger. And in another study they did where they just gave people diet drinks or water. And this annoys me that this this with what I'm about to say, because I would love to say, I would actually love to say that you should avoid diet drinks and everything. But for everyone, that's just not the case. It's a very individual thing. So in this study, they found that people who had the diet drinks actually had less cravings and they ate fewer calories because they didn't feel like they were cutting anything out. So that's, that's quite a good tool in the toolbox to have. Now, that brings me to my final point on here, is that you always need to consider what the alternative is. Like, yeah, of course, in my opinion, if you're, if you're going to have water right now, it's going to be the best option in terms of right now in this moment. Like if you were to have what's going to hydrate you the most, it's going to be the most, the best, it's just going to be water. It's like, now, if you would normally have like some cookies or some crisps or some biscuits and you're trying to lose body fat, whether that's to lower your blood pressure, improve your health, I don't know, your BMI, whatever's important to you, fit your clothes better, move around more, take pressure off your knees, off your joints, whatever it is, and you would normally have a few biscuits, and you avoid a Diet Coke or whatever, Diet Fanta in this case, because of the aspartame, just that one, say, then given the research, I would say, given that you'll eat fewer calories and you'll lose body fat, losing body fat is actually anti-inflammatory. So given that that's an anti-inflammatory thing, it can be a potentially a good choice for you in that case. And often the reason that you see a lot of negative associations with fizzy drinks is often that people who have fizzy drinks may not actually be health conscious at that moment. So they might also smoke, they might also drink a lot, etc. And it's really interesting how emotional we become about aspartame sometimes. When you think about the research, there's so much more research that alcohol causes XYZ disease. But we still do that, right? We all drink, you know, I drink from time to time. But it's so much more accepted. And it's just really interesting to look at our belief, our beliefs, what we believe more strongly in, more negatively in. You know, we might kind of look at aspartame as something that's like really bad, but then, you know, how much are we gonna actually have? Like, I'm not saying go crazy on this, there's always, always a limit. And I'd love to say, like I said, it is unhealthy but 
It's a very individual thing. And on your journey, whatever the smallest step is that you want to take today, just take that one step. And if that means swapping some mid-morning biscuits for a Coke or a Fanta that's sugar-free or some fizzy water flavored that's sugar-free and that helps you, then great. And I'm actually going to share Knickknack's story. She, we did a podcast the other day. I'll share that in the next few days. Um, she spoke about her journey and she swapped her sugars in her tea. She used to have three sugars in her tea, okay? Sugar's natural, right? It's gross. It's a, it's a vegetable. Um, ish. So, but she swapped that out and she has still her cup of tea, but she has a grenade bar with it, okay? So she's, but she just has one grenade bar, not with every cup of tea, but she used to have loads of cups of tea in the day. Now she still has the tea, but she's cut out the sugar and she has a grenade bar, it's like a chocolate protein bar. And just, just them swaps there has saved her so many calories throughout the day. And she's increased her protein, which keeps her full up. My point in this is it doesn't have to be super, super complicated. And for her at that time, that's helped her lose about five stone. Not just that alone, she's added exercise, she's made other changes, she writes down what she eats, she makes better changes, etc. You only have to make one step to put one foot in front of the other and start to build that momentum. Once you start building that momentum, seeing results and accepting that you will have days where the scales go up, things don't, you don't feel like it, you're not feeling motivated. That's how you get going and how you keep going and then seeing the results that you want. So my point in this is, is just challenge our own beliefs and, and what actual success looks like. And in the, if we just completely write off the food, is it actually the best choice for us? Or is it the best choice that according to someone else? Because someone else on their journey might say, yeah, avoid that, avoid that, eat that, don't eat that. But they're in a different space to you. So just do what suits you is what I'm saying with this. And if that means a Diet Coke, have one. That's all good. In fact, we made a Chinese takeaway last night, which I've posted below. That was on our weekly live cooking. And it's a Chinese fake away, and it uses, it uses Diet Coke in it. It sounds weird, but you have to try it. You really do have to try it, and you'll be so surprised at how you can get a Chinese fake away style meal for like 300 odd calories. And if you think about it, in this portion, there's one can between, say, four people. That's like a quarter of a can per portion. If you have that once a week, it's hardly bad, is it? So, you've got to have something, you've got to put something in the tank. Hope that helps, and I hope that clarifies things. If you have any questions on that, do let me know. And any questions, just reach out. We are opening up 10 more spaces for our September 28 day kickstart. So that's either from home, in Devizes, or in Marlborough. If you want more info on that, do give me a message and I'll get there. Blue sky now, it's raining a minute ago and I had a brolly. So I'm in a rain mac. Anyway, more indecisive than me trying to end this video. So anyway, hi Gisela. I will leave you there. Have a great weekend and speak soon.